Hello, I'm Conrad Swift, and welcome to the Cardano Convo podcast, a podcast that gives a glimpse into the Cardano ecosystem. The Cardano Convo provides an easy-to-digest explanation of the projects that are being built, thoughts, and what's going on within the Cardano community. Today, I'll be speaking with Marcin Kugla, the CEO of Red Potion Studios and NFT indie game AdaQuest. Without further ado, let's get to the interview. Hello, Marcin. It's nice to have you on the show, and thank you for taking the time to talk with us today and answer a few questions about the work you've been doing with AdaQuest. Hi. <laughs> so there are a couple of questions that I always ask. To begin, could you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and what got you into crypto in general? So, uh, Conrad, uh, thank you very much uh, for, for inviting me. Um, and uh, yeah, where, where I should begin. Okay, my name is uh, Marcin Kugler. I'm 47 years old, father of four, and gamer since 1984. So uh, uh, I play not only video games, board games, pen and paper, and a lot of tabletop uh, some years ago, and had uh, around 20 years of uh, gaming industry experience. So working oh. for... THQ, Ubisoft, um, and some German publishers also. Um, I started in 2017, crypto, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, um, yeah, a friend of mine uh, has an internship uh, at Cardano, yeah? Yeah. And he told me uh, about uh, this uh, project. I hear before, not, uh, of course, something about Bitcoin and Ethereum, yeah, but I like uh, what, what Charles Hoskinson uh, tells about uh, changing the world and, uh, you know, killing the middleman and so on. Yeah. The, the famous speech at Davos. And then when I really start to think about uh, cryptocurrency, not only as a, a possible uh, thing to pay bills, but to change the world. So that's, uh, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, could you give our audience an explanation of what AdaQuest is? I know you're working on that. Yeah, right. Uh, so uh, currently I'm the CEO uh, for, for AdaQuest, uh, and uh, we founded our own in the, the independent development studio, uh, studio, which is called, uh, no, this way? Yeah. <laughs> Red Potion. Red Potion Studios. It, uh, to sum it up in an easy way, AdaQuest... Uh, is a Cardano blockchain-fueled NFT-based classic RPG with competitive game modes. <laughs> That's what, what uh, AdaQuest is. It is not a trading card game. Very important because yeah. everyone is asking this. It's not pay to win or play to earn. Yeah, uh, That's also the, the most important uh, thing. But... Uh, yeah, we, we like uh, to offer, since we are, you know, we are fantasy and uh, gaming nerds. Uh, we are a little bit older uh, and uh, we like to, to uh, yeah, do the old stuff where you have to use a lot of your fantasy uh, without any audiovisual uh, influences to, to play games like board games or tabletop games. Yeah. yeah? Um, so, that's what we are aiming for, to give the players a deep dive into a fantasy world with a deep lore, 
we will offer really epic story and also game mechanics, uh, which make sense and not only just, you know, playing for grinding uh, many hours to get one item uh, as you are used uh, in other games. So yeah, this is what uh, EdaQuest is sum up. <laughs> yeah, the MMO grind can be a little, little daunting for a lot of us. But yeah, there are a lot of applications being built, for example, on Ethereum and other blockchains. With so many options yeah. available, what made you and your team decide to build on Cardano? I know you talked about your friend being working with Cardano. Yeah. But what yeah. made you finally decide uh, on it? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. That that was one of the reasons. But the um, um, yeah, one it begins uh, or started last year as we decided to be a stake pool operator. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we uh, started uh, just uh, exactly when uh, uh, staking was available. So we was not in in the test net, uh, but it was in August. I guess sixth of August, where all the uh, happened. Uh, and um, as already mentioned, um, there are a lot of projects out there. You know, Convert. Uh, yeah. I guess around <laughs> six, seven, eight thousand different coins currently. And uh, seriously, if I look, uh, just just don't to talk too much uh, because Ethereum Bitcoin is for us something like crypto version one point zero. Yeah. Yeah. And if you sum it up, Cardano is uh, the new one, 3.0, uh, or whatever you like to call it. And uh, it's all about, uh, yeah, all the tech stuff because we are all also techies. Yeah. We, we like technical things in our team. So that's uh, why we decided to go the new way and use, use some new tech uh, to deep dive also in the uh, cryptocurrency world. Yeah. So oh. that was the reason for Cardano. Yeah. Oh, of course. And Cardano, as you said, when you're talking about 0.0, the 3.0, with Bitcoin being first generation and Ethereum being second yeah. gen, Cardano being third generation saw a lot of those problems. And I believe they're yeah. aiming to fix it. And I, and I agree with you. I think they're doing a good job in covering yeah. a lot of those technical back, like those technical points. So yeah. one question I did have as well is, where I know you talked a little bit about it, but where did the inspiration for AdaQuest come from? As you said, it does have a bit of a Dungeons and Dragons feel or fantasy kind yeah. of feel. So I didn't know where yeah. you pulled the inspiration from. Yeah, um, just to 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 answer your your um, question before that, I like to talk about Bitcoin and, and Ethereum just just for a short. Oh yeah. Um, Why? I fully agree with you because Bitcoin and Ethereum are great projects and they will not go away as fast as some somebody wishes. So uh, I agree with you. And uh, but yeah, at least Cardano is the better tech for me. Uh, whatever. So where does the uh, or did the inspiration come from uh, for Adaquis? Um, um, yeah, um, <laughs> as I. Mentioned, we are big pen and paper uh, fans, and uh, also tabletop fans. And we thought, how um, how this uh, whole Cardano thing will work without uh, mass adoption? And since we came from the uh, gaming industry, 
we know that games are used for mass adoption. And yeah. we saw the Catalyst pro, uh, project funding um, program and thought, okay, really nice thing. A lot of technical and uh, especially Africa grow um, uh, ideas and uh, great D apps and so on and so on. But what we are missing is something uh, of, uh, yeah, the fun part. Where's the fun part? Yeah. <laughs> uh, With, with all the uh, intelligent people and, and uh, you know, scientists are working to, to making the protocol better. And, uh, you know, the, the whole Cardano environment is, is so uh, really with filled up with clever people, um, all the stakeholder operators. And we thought, um, saw the first time that Player Mint was running for Fun4. And uh, it's another gaming-related uh, project with Aiden. Um, and, uh, yeah, we thought, okay, if these guys are starting, yeah, and going really, really hard for, for gaming uh, in the D-app environment, we like to bring our expertise, our experience, everything we learned in the last 20 years in the gaming industry and use this chance uh, to make uh, yeah, a special uh, fun experience for all the uh, Cardano fan, fans out there. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and we have seen you present and be at the Player Mint Town Hall. And yeah, we actually have done an episode on Player Mint. You guys can check out, it's episode two where we talked with Aiden. And we're glad to see that you guys are all working on building a platform for games within the Cardano ecosystem. I'm glad to see these almost like guild or groupings coming together that help with the development of anybody who's wanting to build on the Cardano yeah. blockchain. This is something that's amazing to see. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You are um, absolutely. I, I didn't know, Conrad, that you are uh, done already uh, a podcast with uh, Playermint. So I will have to check this out later. Definitely, and have yeah. to look at this. Great. So you know, even if there are so many project and stake pool operators out there uh the cardano community is uh, like like a small family yeah <laughs> even there um yeah and and i guess yeah of course uh that is uh, uh really important to to focus on the things um you really have some experience Th that's the reason why we also want to to do uh some cooperation with gaming Uh, stake pools with gaming related projects like Player Mint, of course. Uh, last weekend we uh, were running a um, Rocket League tournament, um, yeah. which was sponsored by uh, us and uh, also the Retro Pool, I guess. Hey guys, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, um, so so uh, I I think really it's uh, really worth to concentrate on the things you 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 um, you are good at because. A lot of stakeholder operators are asking uh, what kind of uh, things we can do to uh, attract more delegators. Uh, I guess the best, everyone is talking about marketing and do uh, some stuff with the communi community and so on, like do uh, you already do. Um, but the most thing is look really at your uh, best skills and try really to... Uh, Yeah, uh, advance, de develop them and use them to attract people and choose really one of the thousand projects out there 
And uh, yeah, so we hope that we can uh, bring up some some uh, gaming guild ideas uh, into the Cardano environment. Yeah, of course, that would be amazing. Um, a question I did have is on your website, yeah. ada-quest.com, we can see that you yeah. intend to release three game modes coinciding, coinciding with your three phases of development. Could you tell us a little yeah. bit about the three game modes and what we should expect? Okay, I would try because, yeah, you know, I try really to keep it short. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, from uh, phase for, for the phase one, um, just imagine it uh, will be our first use case for the NFTs, yeah? yeah. Because every NFT uh, we are uh, minting is like your character. So if you buy this NFT, you will, uh, or you can, or you have to use this as your character in uh, the world of Ada, yeah? Because we created a whole world of a uh, Ada, which is really related to, uh, to all the uh, special terms in Ada. So uh, you got moons that are called Plutus or uh, Byron yeah. or Shelley or whatever, or Mary. Yeah, so, so um, that, uh, really, really. Uh, so you can expect a lot of, of terms you, uh, you know from the Cardano world uh, which uh, will appear in our game. But for phase one, um, as a first use case, it will be a dual mini game. Yeah, so um, you, um, I don't know if you know the game, um, oh, what was its name again? Uh, Iradian Arena. Yeah. Iradian Arena. So it's something like this. Um, and uh, you got two characters fighting each other, um, fast pace, allow the gamer to play on coffee breaks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she or uh, he will be able to develop the character and with uh, all the skills and items. Uh, and this can be done because you are earning rewards, uh, which can be used later to level your equipment and your character. Yeah. yeah. So just a fight, a small, fast, dual with matchmaking and uh, if you didn't uh, find the time to you know to play longer this is the perfect mode uh, for you yeah for the second phase it, it's much much more complicated because uh, if you think about yeah diablo or torchlight or hades a very famous in the game dungeon crawler yeah. uh, this is we like to uh, develop in a 3D environment using the Unity 3D engine and with not only hack and slay, uh, but you will require some tactical strateg uh, strategic decision to solve this dungeon. So we'll, you will running around fighting monsters, of course, but have to also uh, do some uh, riddles and uh, looking out for traps and so on. Um, but I can tell you more about this because we like to, to uh, also keep the tension high and uh, hide some, some interesting things and game mechanics. But you can expect um, fresh and uh, new ideas we will use here. Um, yeah. And uh, one important thing is... Uh, this game mode will uh, offer, like all the other game modes, also uh, PvP matchmaking. So it's not 
only you that is running this dungeon. Yeah? yeah, you can expect that you can maybe met some other players out there. Yeah, so uh, that's what I can say about this. Playtime will be around something like 30 to 60 minutes, so it's much more than the first phase, much yeah? more time intensive. Yeah. Yeah, much more time intensive, but it's also okay. Within one hour, you should solve this dungeon. And the third one, yeah, the most challenging part. Uh, yeah. Something, uh, yeah, it's a skirmish battlefield mode. So if you think about tabletop games like Warhammer 40K with Space Marines of uh, Fantasy uh, or Fantasy General. Uh, so um, you can imagine you are, Uh, you haven't developed your character from the first uh, gaming phases, so in game one and uh, phase one and phase two. Um, you are much more experienced on Ada, uh, and this is uh, the the uh, game mode where you will become a commander or a general. Yeah. yeah. So you will uh, be able to uh, command your own unit full of. Uh, your tribe members, uh, members, because you have to decide which tribe you will be running for, of course. Um, and this is also the first time the player will be able to collect uh, season uh, game, um, season gaming points, yeah, or uh, they will be used for territorial expansion. I hope this is the right term, territorial expansion. Yeah. So just imagine. With your tribe on Ada, you got a territory which will really uh, go bigger or smaller. It will depend on how well you solve the skirmish battle field mode as a commander. Or even in the dungeons, there will be also possible uh, the possibility to earn season points. Not in the dual minigame, yeah? but only phase two and phase three will offer this kind of um, gameplay. And this is something about one hour or even more uh, to solve um, the skirmish battlefield mode. Um, and yeah, to, to sum this up and don't talk even longer as yeah. I already <laughs> do, as I warn you before, because you know, yeah. I can talk about <laughs> this a whole week, but I don't to do. Um, so just imagine you are sitting on a coffee break, you play the dual mini game mode, yeah? You have 30 minutes left before your friend is coming, so you play the dungeon crawler uh, mode, yeah? Or you like to earn territory for your tribe or for your guild or whatever yeah. and deep dive into strategy. So you, you will choose the skirmish mode uh, uh, to play. Uh, and uh, yeah, we... we try to really target uh, this different kind of uh, gamers because uh, we see always on the market there are games which only target one group, yeah? Yeah. Especially. And this is what will be special about our project, but which will also talk, uh, took a lot of time uh, to, to do this because with our small team, uh, It's not, uh, yeah, so easy to to accomplish all uh, these things in one year. So it would took around two years uh, to to uh, develop this this kind of uh, modes. Yeah. 
Oh, I imagine it sounds like a lot. Um, one of the things that you talked about is I saw yeah. that, especially on your website, there would be a chance for players to get NFT drops within the game. How will this be accomplished? Because the current way that NFTs are exchanged requires ADA to be sent with it. So would the player yeah. have a wallet with ADA in order to play the game? Or would it be you'd get a starting wallet that's just within the game itself? How would that work? Yeah. Um, so while we have uh, the, the second solution for this, every player will get a special in-game wallet. Yeah. Uh, we are very proud that our devs accomplished this because from uh, Dirk, who is developing this, I know he spent a lot of hours uh, to do this, uh, to find out uh, how this works. Uh, because you, you can't imagine there's not a tutorial or something like this where uh, currently said, okay, to do this for an uh, e-commerce solution or something like this where you can copy it. Uh, so uh, yeah, that that would be the, the case. You will get a special in-game wallet and uh, then, uh, Hopefully, if you find an NFT drop, uh, this will appear in this wallet directly. Yeah. Okay, that sounds amazing. Um, one thing I'm quite happy to hear about is I'm glad you guys have decided to keep away from having your project be pay to win. Though, do you or your team intend to create or use a fiat on-ramp for those who don't have ADA and want to play the mobile app? Or are you guys going to have cosmetic in-game purchases? Like, No, no, no. So uh, seriously, fiat is currently not a plan for us. That's why we are here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not only to to changing the world. Uh, yeah. To use uh, uh, this kind of Charles Hoskins uh, <laughs> quote, <laughs> uh, but uh, it is for a reason we choose ADA and so the cryptocurrency and uh, you know. Uh, like like uh, all the uh, characters on ADA do for yelling before a battle for ADA. And yeah. this is what we are uh, going to do. And uh, yeah, fiat is not 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 an option currently. No. Okay, sounds like a plan. Um, Another yeah. quick question I had is, I know this is a lot. You've talked about a lot of development needed for this, but what has been the largest challenge for your team with the development of ADA Quest? Well, the largest challenge was and still is to find the right staff for AdaQuest, because uh, we now we got uh, funded, yeah, in uh, Fund Five at the Catalyst program. So people are asking us now more about getting hired. You can imagine, uh, but we need a special mixture of professional and social skills, and you can imagine nobody likes to work with pe people they don't like. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> Fair enough. You and I and everyone on this planet, I guess, know this. Yeah, that this there are always special guys, and uh, we okay. We are too old for this, maybe. But we we are in a good position to make a choice. And the hardest uh, challenge, really, is uh, to find people. Uh, we are currently looking for some Unity 3D developers and also for 3D animators. So people, if you hear that out there, uh, just start to get in contact with us because uh, it really matters who is in your team and uh, uh, who you are working with. Yeah. Oh, of course. That can make all the difference. That can change how the product, the end product comes out. It's, yeah, it's going to affect every part of that development. 
Um, I know you talked about the mobile function with the dueling, but will this be also available on web apps as well as mobile-based, or will it just be mobile-based first? How do you envision this rolling out? Yeah. Um, So, uh, yeah, um, of course. Um, The first... um, Mini dual mode will be a web app and uh, native uh, later on mobile. That's also the reason why we are looking currently for two full-time mobile developers. Um, and uh, yeah, um, so so uh, to answer your question correctly regarding the dual uh, game mode, um, web app um, for phase two and three we are aiming really for native apps and also a release on PC and Mac, of course, uh, because I guess that uh, makes really sense. But mobile will be the focus uh, for the second and third game phase. Yeah. Okay. Um, now I have a few more fun questions so that our viewers can get to know you a bit more. Um, first, okay. to begin with, what is your favorite tabletop RPG? Gosh, so so many. There are. <laughs> yeah, because okay, so let I me mean, Dungeon and Dragons, of course. Yeah. So uh especially the, the fighting uh Lord of the Rings, yeah. That's uh, what I'm playing a lot of from, from um uh games workshop and uh Battletech, an old uh, yeah. title, and maybe someone out there knows Blood Bowl from for Warhammer is a American football style um, fantasy tabletop, really, really nice. Oh wow! Where you know, just throw the ball, and uh, sometimes the ball is a little goblin which you, as a big troll, can eat. Yeah, <laughs> or something like this. Yeah, so, <clears throat> really, really fun game. Uh, yeah, that's my. But Dun- Dungeon and Dragons really is is my uh, favorite one. Yeah. Any particular edition you like most? Um, and Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, the fifth edition. Yeah, yeah, the fifth. Okay. Um, yeah. in Dungeons and Dragons, is there a specific class or race you like to play as, and why? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, there is uh, one. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. A dwarf paladin, because uh, at Ada Quest, I can uh just uh, share a secret. I'm uh. Also a dwarf uh, leader because this is something special. I maybe I can to- tell you this. Mm-hmm. Um, we as a team members uh, will be also inside this game, and uh, this is something like our legacy. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So we will a- appear, and I'm a, a, a dwarf. Yeah, of course, a leader. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, so my favorite dungeon and dragon class, of course, is a dwarf paladin. That's what I love about this. Yeah. Okay. And what would be your least favorite class then? Okay. So seriously, don't like mages at all. So yeah? wizard, no. <laughs> yeah, you know, they think they are clever and important, <laughs> but but not as long as my dwarven brothers will rule over Ada. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like this. So that's going to happen. So majors, I hate majors here. <laughs> so safe to say probably your favorite class in Ada quest is probably dwarf as well. 
Of course. Yeah, yeah fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. of your three game modes that you guys are going to produce, yeah. which one are you looking forward to most? Um, really the dungeon crawler, so phase two. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for because this is the first thing where uh, things getting serious. You will earn season uh, points for your tribe. So yeah, the dungeon crawler. Okay, and the last one is, of course, what is your favorite video game or video game series? Okay. Yeah, okay, good. Something completely different. Yep. <laughs> uh, maybe some, some, some guys out there know Chris Roberts. I got the favor to, to meet him one time. It was uh, in the early 2000s, and I play a lot of Wing Commander, a sci-fi title from the 90s. And so I am a Star Citizen huge fan. Maybe you heard about this, uh, the space opera, the best game or the best sim, uh, space sim out there. So Star Citizen is my favorite game, yeah. Oh, nice. I have heard a little bit about it. I haven't played a whole lot of it. But I've heard it's pretty good. Yeah, still <laughs> in an alpha, yeah, of course. And uh, now developed nearly for 10 years. And I guess it's it would still take alpha. Ten years. Yeah, because they, you know, they are creating a whole universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So imagine every planet and uh, every uh, uh, ship you can walk from A to D. You can uh, uh, use every system. Uh, you're just not flying. You're flying from planet to planet without any loading screen. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a direct transition. You fly to the sky and to the clouds, land on a, a moon, wherever you like. Just start, go to a space station without any loading screen. So, so really, yeah. They guys are pioneers in server meshing and all the technologies. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Going back to AdaQuest now, do you have an expected <laughs> release date for AdaQuest or a possible beta version that early investors can test out? When and how will the audience access that? So you're right. There will be um, early adopters uh, like NFT owners and uh, Quest uh, stake pool delegators um, will have access to this uh, game phases uh, when... We, yeah, for, for the dual minigame, we will like to uh, release it within the next three months. So when we start, I hope in the next eight weeks to move it from the um, current uh, MVP we have uh, into a much more playable uh, uh, style, we will invite people yeah, from time to time uh, to participate, so there will be. But for the dungeon crawler, it will took. I guess next year we can have another podcast and yeah. talk about this. <laughs> and I hope that I can then invite you and all um, of our uh, supporters out there to to start playing the dungeon crawler. Yeah, of course. If I know many people don't know, but I love dungeon crawlers. Skyrim was one of the games I loved doing. I know okay. Dark Souls isn't as much dungeon crawly, but you have to go through it slowly or you're going to get demolished. So those type of games yeah. are just right up my alley. Yeah. Okay, great. So this has been super informative, and I really appreciate you taking the time to chat today. Before we go, how can listeners get involved with what you're doing, or how can people best support you and your team? Okay. So... 
this is it, yeah, Conrad. Yeah. <laughs> this is the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So first of all, really, really appreciate that you invite me to this. Yeah, it's great to talk about the project and get some intention. But uh, really, the first support is by staking with our uh, pool, of course. Yeah. Pick a quest. Yeah. Uh, and of course, taking part in our NFT pre-sale. Uh, and live sale, which will hopefully happen by the end of August. It looks good. I don't want to promise, yeah. but it's really looking good. Our Discord server, uh, where you can join us on Discord and Telegram, are filling up. Yeah, um, so you can get in uh, touch with us. Follow us on Twitter and uh, also, uh, yeah, Instagram. Yeah. And yeah, this is where, where you can catch up. So support us. Uh, every NFT counts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, we love to see you and talk to you. And also very, very important, like for other crowdfunding campaigns, we like to talk with you guys because we are creating this for you. Of course, also for us. But the main important thing is that you gamers out there have fun to play with our games, that is the much more what, what we are looking for, that you got fun. Yeah. So, of course, everyone, down in the description, as well as you'll be seeing on the screen, I'll have the Discord links. I'll have their website. I would recommend checking it out. The artwork, especially the dwarf, is phenomenal. They're just, the community is fantastic. I would recommend checking those out, joining in, talking, etc. It's it's going to be a blast, I'd imagine, and I'm looking forward to seeing your guys' product come out. And I mean, if it's if the game is half as fun as talking with you, I imagine it's going to be, it's an absolute blast. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Convert. Thank you for having me. And yeah, uh, hope to see you soon on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I'll, I'm definitely going to be in the Discord. And again, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Cardano Convo podcast. If you want an easy way to help us out, make sure to share this podcast. That way we can grow and create a better podcast for you guys. Also leave us a five-star review. And if you have feedback on today's episode, tweet us at Cardano Convo. Send your emails to cardanoconvo at gmail.com or join the Cardano Convo Discord server and let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Also, make sure to check out our new podcast website on crypto-loops.com. We'd also like to thank our sponsors. First are our Patreons over on the Cardano Convo Patreon page. Their direct contributions help to make this podcast possible. By becoming a patron, you gain amazing benefits such as access to polls to help decide the content of upcoming episodes, early access to videos, roles and benefits within the Discord server, and so much more. Our second sponsor is Loops Pool. If you want to help out the podcast and are looking for a Cardano stake pool to delegate your ADA to, then think about delegating with Loops Pool. That's Loops, L-O-O-P-S. Again, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you in the next episode of the Cardano Convo.